Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anna Jar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anna Jar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Yes, another edition of It's Still Real to Me, always brought to us by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733, title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including our pro wrestling podcast, It's Still Real to Me, as our pal Joey Levin joins us here this morning. We got a lot to catch up on, all the big stories from the week. Joey, good morning. Hello. Are you are you ready to... Uh, uh, recap uh, last night, uh, another edition of AEW Collision, which I got to tell you, uh, may- maybe against all odds, I don't know. Collision's been a good show the first, what, four or five weeks that it's been on the air. Collision continues to make the case for being the best AEW show. Yeah. It's been really good. It sucks that it's on Saturday night, although for yeah. me right now, I'm not going anywhere. So I'm good. I can watch it. Um, yeah, no, it's very good right now. So one thing I do want to say, so let's, let's just start with AEW. Okay. So one thing I do want to say, uh, and, and we've talked about this before. I don't think AEW does the best job in promotion where I had no idea Battle of the Belts was last night. Was I supposed to know that? Like, did I miss that? Or I, am I no, not paying good enough attention? I, well, I think it's a, a couple reasons. I mean, I think they, they promoted it a little on social media and I think they promoted it on Dynamite. But also, like, why have an event like Battle of the Belts with three title matches that you know have no chance of changing hands? Like... And I probably didn't promote it because the matches weren't good or or like compelling. It was like just like Collision had the compelling stuff. Yeah. It was just like an extra hour of wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. So last night with 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 Battle of the Belts, so you had Orange Cassidy retain, and I guess I, I didn't see it. Something happened with the Tony Storm tie of Valkyrie match. Like I didn't. I finish- stopped watching. I wasn't interested because I I just knew like none of the like I know that matches a lot of times like you know what's going to happen. But at least there's like a way to push a storyline or change things. With these, it's like a title match. There should be some type of like, will they or won't they? And as soon as I saw what the card was, I was like, I'm not watching this. this Can I ask real quick? You know, I I don't recall Taya Valkyrie winning a single match since she's gotten to AEW. <laughs> but she continues squash to get to fight for championships. Yeah, I think she's won some squash matches, but not any like important matches. Why does she get to continue fighting for championships? She fought Jade um, Cargill several times. Then she fought Chris Statlander after she won the championship. And last night she fights Tony Storm. Like, I, why does she get to keep fighting for championships? Last night, I think, was because isn't she, is she from Calgary or nearby Calgary? I think maybe. Maybe. Why? I know she's Canadian. So it's weird, man. Yeah. I, she, you know, when she when she got to AEW, I thought it was a pretty big deal. I mean, she was a, she's, a, you know, relatively big name women's in the in women's wrestling. So I thought they would do more with her. Maybe they're just trying. Maybe they're trying, you know. All right, so I, I want to start out with with Collision from last night. And of course, I I think the I didn't I didn't see the tag team match, which I'm sure was awesome. Two out of three falls, right? FTR. You haven't you haven't, you haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't watched oh it yet. God. I got home late I mean, last night, and I wanted to make sure I watched Ricky Starks and CM Punk. I, I got to tell you, the 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 first ever Revolution, Kenny Omega and Hangman versus the Young Bucks. It was one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. And hands down, I thought the best tag match they've ever done in AEW. Last night might be better. Really? Why was it so good? I mean, it was 58 minutes, first of all. All right, because it's two out of three falls. Because okay. it was two out of three falls. And it was just... You didn't find yourself pulled... getting bored at all? Like, it was all good? No, it was compelling the whole time. I was convinced that Bullet Club was winning that thing. Yeah? Like, they they wrote me in, man. There was false finish. It Like, Jay White... And Juice Robinson must have kicked out at two, like seven or eight times before. Like there was like, 
they, they were telling the story of FTR getting like they were getting fr- almost getting frustrated with each other because they couldn't get a finish. Like Bullet Club Gold got the first fall, and then um, FTR just couldn't figure out a way to get it done. And the whole story was like, man, maybe Bullet Club Gold is just that good. And they finally were able to like get it done, and, and with like a two minutes left on the clock, it was a sixty minute time limit. Oh, it okay. Was, it was. I mean, it was really, really, really good. So I, I was super and, interested. Yeah. Oh, and and what I thought was very interesting about it was they all of that, and they protected like Juice Robinson took both the falls, and Jay White got the pin on FTR, which I thought was an interesting thing because ultimately Jay White's a star; he's a singles title guy, he's former IWGP champion. But I thought it was interesting with all of that, the way they were able to still keep him looking relatively unscathed coming out of it because Juice Robinson took both the pins. So I was really interested in CM Punk and, and Ricky Starks because r- really, you know, once we got the semifinals, I was pretty sure Ricky Starks is winning this tournament. And, or at least I was hoping that Ricky Starks was going to win the tournament. It's like, man, Punk came back and they're just going to totally cater to him. And then he's going to go ahead and he's going to win the Owen Hart tournament. I really hope Ricky Starks wins it. I think Ricky Starks is going to win it. So I was glad last night that Ricky Starks won. The match was great. I was glad Ricky Starks won it, but I hated the finish. I hated the way he won. I hated that it was it was with cheating, that it's withholding the rope. I mean, Joey, they, they crowned the winner of the Owen Hart tournament with a, like a semi-controversial finish. You know, like Ricky Starks just couldn't win a good match to then win the tournament. It had to be kind of you know, marred by this controversy, which by the way, and I don't know, if, I don't know if I brought this up recently, but a major pet peeve of mine with AEW is I think the officiating is horrible. I, th- I, I think their officials are horrendous. And last night, the fin, it's actually funny. The one official that I don't think is bad is Aubrey. I think Aubrey happens to be very, very good. Uh, the other ones I think are awful. And last I night, I always thought Rick Knox was pretty good, but I don't feel like I see which one him is anymore. he? Is he the bald one? He's the older one. Well, there's two. Bryce Remsburg is a little shorter, younger. I know, uh, but guy. I'm thinking about the older bald one. Rick which, Knox so is the, the older one. guy, but I don't. I feel like I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe, maybe he's not, because that. I feel like he used to be the head of head official, yeah, and he's he not anymore. So okay. maybe he's not around so much anymore because he's not the Got head it. official anymore. Because he was always pretty good, but I guess I don't know if he's around. Their officiating is horrendous. And 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 it really bothered me last night the finish of Ricky Starks and CM Punk. Besides that, I hated the tournament ending like that. I mean, what? God, like, God forbid, Punk loses clean. You know, God forbid. And the referee counts the three, and he totally sees Ricky Starks with his arm holding the rope. A clean, like clear as day, sees it. So much so that he essentially acknowledges it. Like, he points at the rope, and then he's, like, asking CM Punk three. Was it three? Why are you asking CM Punk? You're the referee. But he straight up saw Ricky Starks holding the rope. He even pointed at Ricky Starks having held the rope and just standing there like an idiot. I It, it ruined the finish of the match for me, man. I didn't Is like it? it. Is that totally on the ref? Is there any part of that yeah. that's on Punk? And no, I think it's Ricky on the Starks. ref. You yeah. know that he's going to be grabbing the rope. Make sure you don't watch. The, make sure you don't look at it. Right. He knows that he knows what the finish is, and he straight up stared right at it. 
and then pointed at the rope. And so he's standing in the ring looking confused while confetti's coming down. Come on. That sucks, man. And it's not an isolated incident. Like, dude, how many times are we watching AEW matches and you got the false finishes? And, like, the referee counts three because, you know, maybe maybe partially the the wrestler's fault where he didn't get the shoulder up in time. But that shit happens all the time with false finishes in AEW. I hate that, man. It really bothers me. I didn't really think about that part of it. Because that I didn't really pick up on that, but I got to tell you this: I like the ending. I I don't necessarily I I agree with you. The ref fucked up. I didn't really pick up on it as as intuitively as you did, but I don't mind. I don't mind it because I think they're turning Ricky Stark's heel. It's the Owen Hart classic. Owen Hart was an incredible heel. Owen Hart would have cheated to win. Uh-huh. So why can't Ricky Starks cheat to win? Then he he runs down the ramp, grabs the tight, grabs the trophy from Jushin Thunder Liger, and doesn't acknowledge him. And just holds it up and walks away. Doesn't shake Jujan Thunder Liger's That's hand. That's funny. Like, it looks like they're turning Ricky Stark's heel. So I actually didn't really mind it. The weird thing about it is that I feel like Punk should be the heel. Because people don't really like Punk anymore. Or, or it's like kind of split. Um, but Ricky Starks is a great heel. So I actually didn't mind the finish. But I didn't pick up on the referee part. Yeah, that's something. Like, it ruined it for me. It really did. And and and, and it's been it's been a hang-up of mine for a while with the officiating in AEW. Like, I, I think the officiating... And maybe just because there's such a high standard from watching WWE all these years, because man, like WWE referees are super polished. Like mm. you, you don't, there are no mistakes well, practically being made. And, but now here's another thing I'll point out to you. If there are mistakes being made, WWE's production doesn't put it on TV. And that's part of it too. So I would actually blame a little bit on AEW because WWE would find a different angle. And not make it so blatantly obvious that the referee fucked up and saw. Like I'm watching him confused in the ring while there's streamers raining down. But that's what I'm saying. Like WWE's, per, but WWE has 50 cameras. AEW's got a lot of cameras too, and WWE would have found a way to get a different view so that it doesn't make it so obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. but can I tell you my favorite part of that? Yeah. End is that it's over, and we could <laughs> not hear about this tournament now. Every, I mean. <laughs> I got to tell you, Zaz, I felt like I just felt weird. The collision was a great show, but man, I mean, Bret Hart, the whole show, all they talked about was Bret Hart and Owen Hart. And I get it's the Owen Hart classic and they're in Calgary, but like everything FTR and punk, it's like honoring Bret Hart, honoring Bret Hart, honoring Bret Hart, punk with the pink shorts, Owen Hart classic. It's like, all right, we get it. You want to like spit in the face of WWE while honoring this guy. Okay, great. But like, just calm. Like, do they got stuff bothers I, WWE? It's no disrespect like, to Owen Hart. I know he's a legend and he deserves to be honored, but like it's overboard at this point. Do they got stuff bothers belt. WWE? They, they, the winners each got a belt. So what are they gonna just hold a belt for a year until the next tournament? Yeah, they're not they defending defend it. The belt? Yeah. Do they uh, got stuff bothers WWE? Because like I mean, those guys didn't wrestle for AW. It's like you're taking yeah, our guy. And, yeah. and I mean, and, and Owen Hart never wrestled for WCW. I mean, obviously Brett did, but it's like you're taking our guys and you're you know, as as if they have anything to do and with then, and also David Benoit was ringside. Oh, is that right? Any I didn't see that. Yeah. And Punk went over and hugged him. Like it, it's a weird thing that they're doing. Not that again, David Benoit sh- deserves to be able to live his life. Yeah, it's not his do, fault. He didn't do anything. It's still but, weird. He didn't do anything wrong, but it's still but, weird. But but he wouldn't be ringside at a WWE event and they right. wouldn't show him. And they right. wouldn't show him. Right. Um, but I guess if it and, I don't know, that, and by the way, I wouldn't have, I I don't have a problem with them not showing him either. You know, yeah, I mean live your life, but, but yeah. Um I don't think if WWE cared they would do it and they would do it better. 
to, to be honest. I mean, if they really, if WWE was concerned with the fact that AEW is honoring Owen Hart, then they would honor Owen Hart. I think. Well, WWE, no, well, well, no, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I think they probably have wanted to Owen Hart. The wife is adamantly well, against. That's it. fair. Yeah. Yeah, but they could still honor him. They could do something to honor him. It doesn't. They, they, they still. I mean, he's still a WWE guy. Like they could still do whatever they want. She just could come out and say she doesn't support it. But they can. Still I mean, do it. L- like that is the reason why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because of you the know. Wife. Yeah, and because it, because it'll it'll be a whole stink, and it's like, man, like we don't want this. You know? I do also think, like on some level, WWE probably doesn't want to like have like this whole like continuously revisit like the biggest tragedy that's ever happened yeah. in their company. Not. You know, Benoit wasn't really in the company, right? That was a different thing. But, like, maybe the biggest tragedy that's ever happened in the history of professional wrestling at a wrestling show. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Or, or almost certain. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to just cause... constantly have to revisit it. Because if you're WWE, if you honor Owen Hart, you also have to, like, sort of acknowledge, continuously acknowledge that this happened at your show. Yeah, but at the Whereas same time. Whereas if you're AEW, AEW, it's like. It didn't happen at our show. Yeah, but at the same time, if WWE had it their way, he would be in their Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Like they would do the the we'll, we'll rehash this tonight if it means honoring him. him out of, how can she keep him out of the Hall of Fame? Why can't they just put him in the Hall of Fame? Oh, because they can, but I think they don't want to do it where it's like the family isn't on board. Like right. they they probably don't want to be. We're honoring Owen Hart here, but his family's not even here because they hate us and they yeah. don't agree with this. Like it's not worth right. it, you know. They yeah. definitely want him in their Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, yeah that's fair. Anyway. Uh, Shout out Willow. Good for her. So, Willow. Dynamite, though, what did you make of uh, what did you make of Nick Wayne, man? I don't know much of the backstory outside of the vignettes that they showed the weeks leading up to it. I thought the vignettes were good. They were able to catch me up on, on the story here and what's going on. So, like, I was looking forward to the match. And and I could also I could also say, by the way, Swerve Strickland, I really dig Swerve Strickland's gimmick. He's awesome. Yeah, just he's that, awesome. just, uh, like he's totally leaned into it, where he's just this thugged out rapper, you know. Yeah. And uh, yes, there have obviously been the hip hop slash rapper gimmicks. Okay, like our truth has got a little bit of that to him, you know. Mm-hmm. But 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 like the totally thugged out hip hop. I think gimmick. he has an album. I think he actually raps. Yeah, he does. He no, album. he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but like that totally thugged out gimmick. Uh, I don't remember really ever seeing anything like that. Like I, I like it. I dig what he's doing, man. I think yeah. it's cool. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think Swerve's awesome. I think he probably deserves to be in bigger programs than what he's been in so far in AEW. If I'm being honest, um, Nick Wayne. Look, he's he's good. Obviously, yeah, it's fine. It, it was a lot like, of flippy shit. I mean, it is yeah, what I mean, it is. He's 18 years old. I guess that's why it's impressive. He just graduated yeah. high school or whatever. Yeah. But look. If you bring a kid in who is athletic and pretty good, and you put him with one of the best wrestlers on the roster, he's going to look pretty good. Well, Let's and see. they've apparently wrestled a hundred times, right? Yeah, they wrestled on. They wrestled like on it for an for an indie title like not long ago. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. I I don't know much about him either, so you know, I, we'll see. He's he's so young. I mean, it's like. I guess that's yeah, true. match was fun, but there's not like I don't look at it and there's something that differentiates him from every that's other other every other flippy guy that's out there. Can he talk? I mean, ultimately, if he can't talk, then he right exactly. He might as well just be 
every other guy doing high spots. And again, he's only 18 and five years from now, he may be the best of flippy shit guy on the planet. We'll see. Right. But right now, like there's a, there's a thousand guys just like him. Right. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. There's no I in team, but there is one in indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for candidates with the right skills, indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place. So easy because indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out, like your social security number or password. Or you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, Blood and Guts teams were announced. I, I know you, you knew it was going to be, or at least you figured it was going to be Kota Ibushi. Did you, did you figure that Pac was going to be involved in this at all? No, no, but I love it. I mean... I, I love Pac. Everything he's done, even I loved him when he was Neville. I mean, I mm-hmm. I, I think he's awesome. And he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. He has a history with Kenny I've Omega. I've been waiting for this for yeah. a long time. He has a history there. And this is a great match for him because he can do all kinds of crazy shit. So, good. And I so mean, that's Wednesday night. That's Wednesday night. And then Kota Bushi will be in it. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be a fun match. It'll be a fun match. All right. Um, I'm excited about I was excited that it was Pac because there was a little part of me that thought it was gonna be Jericho with the whole Don Callis thing. And it's all it's all at right. once, right? Like it's it's ten guys immediately. I think so. It's not like war games, I don't right. think, where they I, I think they all just start in there and they And just, is there uh is there a roof on the on the yeah? Okay. I think so. I well in that respect, I think it's like war games, but yeah. I but I don't think it's like where they where two guys start and then there's like cages and they come in every yeah. few minutes. Yeah. Um but what's I mean? What's John Moxley going to do now that he can't intentionally bleed? Okay, so so let's talk about this because th- this got a lot of attention uh, a few days ago on the internet. I guess someone got a hold of AEW's. I think it was Observer. They they put they they put out the, a report saying this was happening, and then slowly the it got things started getting released. So there there's a new banned moves list. On so this some, list, there's moves some, that need to be approved. List, right? Yeah, exactly. That kind so, of deal. Yeah, some of some of them are permanently banned, and some of them are have to be approved by yeah the higher ups. But yeah, it's a now, big list. Yeah. Now, now, why? I mean, why did it get so much attention? Like, how it can't possibly surprise people that there's a banned moves list. I mean, we know WWE has had a banned moves list for decades now. Like, why? Why was it such a big deal? Why was everyone talking about this? And like, as if it was a shocker. Because, like, half of this, like, I feel like with AEW, like, half of their matches are just now going to be 
fundamentally different. Like there's so many things that they can't do now that they well, do. Why, that why are they instituting this? Probably, I feel like there's probably, if I had to be if I had to guess, there's probably some backlash to people bleeding constantly on national television, <laughs> like constantly bleeding. And like what, right very, before blood and guts. I mean, go to like, Wednesday but, but like, but like also very blatantly intentionally cutting themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there's clips out there of Moxley where you can just see him take the blade and cut his forehead. Like it's, mm-hmm. and it's gross. Yep. That should not be allowed. And then I bet there was backlash with Sting. Like they don't want to uh... see a five year old kill himself. On national TV. But a lot of those moves, not, it's not, not just you can't do not, it. It's you need to get approval and you need to tell the referees in advance, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's some of it. Like if you're going to hit a referee or if you're going to do a spot with a referee and like bump and the referee's going to take a bump, you have to like get approval. You know, one of them I thought was interesting were any moves that are taking place on the outside part of the apron, which happen all the time. Yeah. Those need to be like approved in advance. One th- the, the one other thing I would like to see them do, which I know they're not going to do it because that's like sort of the f- one of the core things of this company is maybe let's just let's not have like the top guys in our company go to triple A and fight in like a 30 minute match three days before blood and guts like Kenny Omega fought uh, El Hio de Vikingo last night. And like, you know how that guy worked? Like, I'm sure there was multiple spots in that match where Kenny could have got hurt and it ruins Wednesday's match. Like, right. Maybe let's just chill out on having our top guys work these indies when we need them for these big matches. But, but when those, I guess when those band moves list stuff is leaked on the internet, there is a, there is a part of me that's kind of like, there is a portion of the internet wrestling community that just loves to bust on AEW. And I think that right there is just like, I think the main reason it got all the attention was I think that's just like a really good excuse for everybody to bust on AEW. When the fact of the matter is it's pretty normal. What we just saw right there with all that stuff. I mean, it was a long list, but it's pretty normal. What's going on there. Like, like doesn't everybody scream about being safe. I mean, the, the outcry, you know, over They're Kenny getting, Omega been, landed on his head with the will. AEW has injuries constantly. Like it's all the time. The top guys too. So I'm, there's probably part of them that's like, all right, we got to figure this out because like Brian Danielson can't fight in blood and guts because he broke mm-hmm. his arm. I don't yeah. know if it was because of something he did in a match, but still like it seems like their top guys are getting hurt on a regular basis. So they got to do something. Yeah. And I don't sense. remember. I mean, look, it was a different game back then, of course. But uh, yeah, guys weren't getting hurt back in the day the way they are now. Oh, there's no. just there's just so much. It's a lot of risks being taken in that ring on a weekly basis. I mean, even in WWE, there's times where I'm like, this, th- there's, you could, like, when you throw somebody over the announce table and they land on the chairs, like, ha- there's a 50 50 shot that they're going to have a serious injury there. There's no, yeah, there's not exactly a safe way to land when they're doing that. Yeah. There, there's no trained way to yeah. land on chairs like that. And your arm could get wrapped up. Like, yep. there's a lot of stuff. And that stuff didn't happen back in the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you got anything else on AEW here from this week? Because we got a few things from WWE. Here I mean, then. MJF and Adam Cole, they're winning the tag. They're winning well, that. The, the, look, th- I love that story. It's fun. But yeah. but the thing that the thing that I, I got to point out is, so Adam Cole's a moron, right? <laughs> because everybody in the world knows what, what the end game is going to end up being here. 
but you got Adam Cole, and I, I get it, all right? You got to suspend some disbelief. And Adam Cole is telling his good buddy, Roderick Strong, it's okay, he's a good guy. I'm telling you, you got to trust me. Like, Adam Cole's a moron. That's that's what I've that's what I've gathered from this story. That it's a fun thing. I'm enjoying it, but Adam Cole's a moron. <laughs> yeah, there's that, but there's also, like, I think they're going to win the tag titles. So he could be a moron, but if it leads to them – being champions then isn't that fine i guess like, okay all right so there's a means to it there's a means to an end yeah i mean saying. he's he's buying in so he can win a title okay you know? all right uh, I, that's the way i that's the way i'm choosing to look at it where that's this, that's the way i'm suspending disbelief i think they're gonna win the tag titles oh and is that on wednesday no wednesday is the finals of the the tournament yeah oh and they then fight, they get to be the number one and contender then, and then they're the number one contenders wow you think they're gonna beat ftr i do i do okay I don't know why. I just there's something about this storyline. I think they're going to really continue to push it. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, people love it, so yeah, yeah. they're going to continue pushing it. Yeah, they got something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, let's start out. Let's start out on Raw as far as WWE is concerned. I don't have a whole lot. I, I didn't think like look, Raw was fine. I didn't think it was anything earth shattering there, but I thought Miz and Tommaso Ciampa was awesome. I yeah. loved that match. I thought it was great. I loved the ending, man. I mean, it was Tommaso Ciampa kicking the shit out of him the whole time. Match was super violent. Uh, you, you had a lot of extracurricular activity going on there. And, yeah, it was like, I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, Bronson Reed has worked for Miz in the past. So, clearly, he hired him again. And now we're going to get a Bronson Reed-Champa feud, most likely, which I'm sure will be really fun. But I dug it. Like, Champa, I thought, looked awesome. Miz still comes out with the win, which is cool because it feels like he never wins anymore. And I, for me, that was the highlight of Raw. I thought Champa and Miz was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. And I think uh, this feels like, you know, like the the oldest like writing, like like structure for uh, a reunion in the book. Um, I think mm-hmm. Champa just keeps losing to Bronson Reed and Miz, and they keep helping each other. And then and eventually Gargano, we're gonna get a tag match. We get well, Gargano saves yeah. him, and DIY gets back together. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that's so where too. this is probably headed, yep. right? Yeah, which is so, which too. is great. DIY DIY is awesome. If yeah. if they're not going to push Champa like to like a, a like a belt feud quickly, I'm happy to see him uh, to see DIY. Especially because like as mu- as good as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are, there's not really a whole lot going on with the tag like picture right now. Mm-hmm. So yep. it'll be nice to have like totally a real agree. tag team to get into that mix. Totally agree. Uh, SmackDown from a couple nights ago. What did you make of uh, of new Shotzi? I loved it. I thought the promo was really cool. And I, I got to give a lot of credit to her, man, because it's one of those deals where, yeah, I'm going to shave my head on live. To, I mean, I know that I'm sure the, the package was taped, but she's doing it live to tape. She is shaving her head while they are recording, which is always interesting to me. I, I loved what they did there with Shotzi. It was unexpected. I thought it was cool. Um, I, I thought the reason they, that she did it was uh, pretty incredible. Her sister has cancer, so she did it in solidarity with her I didn't sister going through chemo. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so that's why she did it. As far as like the actual character change, it's cool. Like she needs something because, mm-hmm. like, what she's done so far on the main roster has not really moved me in any way. So mm-hmm. maybe this, uh, maybe bald Shotzi. I've always hated on- the tank, so I, I, I would imagine yeah. this means that she ditches the tank. I, I don't. I've yeah. never liked the tank. I mean, if if this turns her into some kind of like dark, like mm-hmm. mis- like you know, angry character, which it seems like it will, that'll be fun because yeah, I like that with the, with the tattoos and the makeup and the way she already looks. It, you know, she sh- she probably should be a heel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, she had yeah, a very short run as a heel, like six, eight months ago. And then I don't know where they turned her back. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I dug that. Uh, you, had, uh, you had a very short. Okay, so explain to me here what we have going on with the U.S. title. They're clearly setting up for Austin Theory to lose the U.S. title at SummerSlam. I think we're all hoping it's going to be L.A. Knight. So what's happening here? Like you had Santos. I think they pretty much gave that away on, on SmackDown, right? Like well, you had Santos Escobar. He is advanced. And L.A. Yeah. Knight is going to be in a fatal four-way coming up next week. So does the winner of that, is it then going to be a three-way at SummerSlam? Is that what we're talking about no, no, here? No, it's a tournament. It's like an eliminator. So um, the winner, uh, like L.A. Knight fights Santos. Assuming L.A. Knight If wins. he wins the four-way, okay. Yeah, then they fight. And the winner of that fights Theory. At SummerSlam. No, I don't think it's going to be at SummerSlam. Really? They, they, I, I thought they said on SmackDown like two or three weeks from now. All right. Oh well, I think we're all hoping it's going to be LA Knight. Well, uh, I mean, the way they, the way they brought him out, like they did, everyone got backstage promos and then they brought out LA Knight to yeah. do his promo. So yeah. it seems like they know what they, I know they people want. are like, you know, in last week at Madison Square Garden, oh, he's the hottest guy, most views, most clicks on social media. And you had him come out with a dark segment. I got to be honest. I think they're playing it the right way with LA Knights. They're making sure he's not overexposed. You're getting little snippets here. The crowd is continually wanting more and more and more. It's like, oh man, they're only giving us little, little, little nuggets. I want, I want a big thing so that when the big thing does happen, it's going to be really yeah. big. I, I like the way they've handled it. People got to understand where it's a different era too. Like just because, like, yeah, he wasn't on the show. He wasn't on TV. How four million people or something like yeah. that watch that clip the on only, social media? Totally, way more people are consuming that clip on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube than will ever consume it live. So that yep. doesn't mean that he that they failed him. If anything, because of the reaction that he got and because of how good the segment was, they pushed the hell out of it on social media, and he gets way more buzz. And now all you guys are talking about why aren't they pushing him? Look how over he is. Well, they did. Yeah, they just didn't do it, and it's coming. It, How many people watch live TV anymore? Even on a Friday night, it, it's just you're not getting those numbers like you're getting on social. Yeah, I, I really like the way they've handled it. We're getting small doses, so you're getting yeah. huge pops. People are really into it, and yeah. and you're going to wind up getting the big moment. I I like how they've handled it. We're clearly getting new hurt business. Yeah, street profits. Lashley, Seems like it. That'll be. But, but it's got to be as heels, right? Like they I, didn't show I, MVP, but you got to figure MVP was in that limo. I I love the idea of the of Street Profits being heels. Yeah, I, they need something. Yeah, it's you been a while. Yeah, they they need to change it up. Montez Ford became too much of a goofball. Um, they need to get serious. I like it. I'm good with that. I like it a lot. I wonder though how they establish themselves as heel. Like maybe they take the belts off of Owens and Zane because that kind of helps you establish. All right, we're heels now. You know, I, I wonder I'm, how they wind up establishing that. I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, the Oscar Bianca Charlotte situation is playing out exactly the way that we all knew it would. Last week you had uh, Bianca interfere when Charlotte had her title match. This week you have Charlotte interfere when it's the other way around. We're going to get a triple threat at SummerSlam. Ultimately, I think it's a triple threat that Oscar winds up winning. It seems like they're hell bent on cont- on finally Oscar getting like a big time badass run as mm-hmm. champion. I think it probably ends at some point with EO cashing in on her. Although, look, yeah. although, look, it, it, it may end up with EO looking like she's about to cash in and accidentally Bailey fucks it up and EO fails at yeah, the cash. In. Too. 
And then you get the whole EO Bailey thing. But ultimately, uh, Asuka, I think, is going to have this belt for a while. I think we are clearly setting up, though. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. We're getting Charlotte Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah, probably. That's the play. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking was, like, what if Bailey just cashes it in herself and just says, like, I have it. It's mine. And she's just like, uh, what if she does? Yeah, but they 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 can't set up a match, uh, though. But what if there is like a scenario like la- like the other night where everyone's just knocked out and Bailey's just standing there with the briefcase and she's but, just like. But the referee won't set up the match because she doesn't have the contract. But what if she's just like I? It's Mike. I'm holding the briefcase. It's my contract. What if? Yeah, she, but her I mean, name is supposed to be on the contract. I know, but I just like again. I just there, that popped in my head where I was like, that would be kind of funny. It would be. It would kind of diminish what the whole thing is about, but it would be kind of funny. Or what if there is, what if at some point, like, Bailey is fighting Asuka for the title, both of them are knocked down, EO tries to cash in there, so it becomes a three-way, and Bailey still wins. Yeah, something like that, too. It could be something like that, too. Yeah, I actually, I, I could see a scenario more likely where EO doesn't cash in, and she has the cash-in fucked up, maybe inadvertently by Bailey. I could yeah. see that. I could see her yeah. failing with the cash-in. But I ultimately, mean, all I... of this is leading to WrestleMania yeah. with, with Bianca chasing Charlotte. Yeah, and I just I just need a few months of EO and Asuka screaming at each other in Japanese. Like yeah. I just need to have that for a while before they fuck up the cash in. Because that's my favorite part of this whole thing. Uh Jey Uso is true or false. Jey Uso is the biggest baby face in the company right now. Yeah. Well, it's always whoever's going against Roman, right? That's how it works. But man, he is Sammy, such yeah, but, a star now, dude. Yeah, but nobody but nobody was bigger than Sammy and nobody mm-hmm. was bigger than Cody and now nobody's bigger than Jay. Yeah, because, I guess so. That, and it's kind of how it works. Um my which, one which my, is why I still think he's going to lose at SummerSlam because this is how this has been like rinse and repeat in a good way, but it's kind of how it's been. My one the the one thing I didn't like about that segment you know, when it looked like when, when Solo was out the ring, Jay threw him out. Jay turns around. Paul is in the corner. And it's like, oh, nice. Jay's going to get his hands on Paul. And and then Solo came in and broke it up. I, I said, so, I'm like, that's a cool thing for all of us to look forward to. Like, are we going to get that moment at SummerSlam where Jay finally gets his hands on Paul Heyman? But then we got it like a couple minutes later. Yeah. And Jay did the super kick. And it's like, Oh, we could have dragged that moment out. Like we, I, I, I thought it'd have been perfect if we're waiting and waiting for Jay to get his hands on him, and it finally happens. Like in a stadium in SummerSlam, I was stunned that they did it on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't really know. Think about that feels that, like but, a yeah. monster moment, and they gave that it was, to they gave it away to us. Yeah, yeah, no, it was still a cool moment. But yeah, yeah, it was cool, I mean, but it, it could have been so much it, bigger. Yeah, it could still happen again. It could still happen. Again. I mean, they could still figure. I out think it's going to happen again. Yeah, but yeah. I instead of me instead of me hoping for two minutes, like like they made me wait two minutes for Jay to get his hands on Paul when they really should have made me wait like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, I don't know if you noticed this, but the one thing that really stuck out to me in that segment was the way Solo asked for the microphone. He did the same thing as Roman. Oh, okay. He just put his hand yeah. out. Like, well, and the Paul... week before, remember, he covered the mic when Paul was right. talking. But that's, you know, that's what Roman does. That's yeah. Roman's thing. Is no, that's on purpose, man. That's yeah. on purpose. Yeah. So I think they're, they're they're teasing that out too, right? The, the, which also leads, again, leads me to think Jay's not winning. But I, I don't necessarily believe that. I, I, I if, if, if Roman's ever, 
like if if Roman doesn't lose the belt to Jay, is he never losing the belt? I mean, I mean, maybe he loses it to Cody eventually. He finally finishes the story, but I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Jay looks like a big time star to me, man. Big yeah, he does. Star. But I, I just wonder. You know, like I looked at, I've, I, I was looking back at like historic reigns and like streaks and stuff. like Jay looks like a big star right now, but isn't that his proximity to Roman? Like, if he beats Roman, Jay Uso, I, I love Jay and I love what he's doing right now. Is Jay Uso the face of WWE? Is Jay Uso the guy who carries the belt and carries the company and and ends this streak? I understand that the, for the storyline purpose, it's a beautiful way to end the story. But also, like, you know, he's not like he's not that big of a star. Yeah, he's but it doesn't have to be the proximity to the story. It doesn't have to be this Roman Reigns three year reign. He, he could lose the belt the next month, right back to Roman. You know? Sure, that's true. That's true. I just I feel like when he finally loses, it's going to be to somebody that's just like massive. And and Jay's not that. He, right? Maybe Cody that, would have been may, that guy. May, yeah. Maybe this makes him that. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I obviously I could be wrong, but I I think um, I think Jay's got a legit shot at winning at yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a legit shot. Um, yeah, that was really all I got from this week. We leave anything else? Well, anything I got. Else? I have one thing I want to throw out real quick before we wrap yeah. up. So Chelsea uh, and Sonya are the number one contenders. Yeah, I like the tag them. titles. And I don't know if you caught that backstage segment where Rhea and Raquel were sort of yeah, you know, face to face. And who comes up behind them? Who comes up behind Rhea, Chelsea, and Sonya? Yeah, yeah. And they say we, and then Rhea's like we, and they get they walk away. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put this out there into the world. First of all, I think they're winning the tag titles, and then I think it's gonna be Raquel and Rhea for the title at SummerSlam or whatever. I know people don't want Judgment Day to break up, but if it does, which is they've sort of teased out a little the dissension. Rhea being the leader of a faction where she's just like the badass and you got the two clowns behind her, Sonia and Chelsea. <laughs> that would be an incredible women's faction. The two clowns. I would love like not I would Sonia's not a clown, but you know, the whole gimmick is her and Chelsea and Chelsea's, you know, whatever. But like the serious Rhea and like the not serious Chelsea and Sonia, and they all have gold. Like Rhea has the title, they have the t- that would be a cool faction. I'll tell I'll tell you. I mean and it would make Rhea like more relevant because right now. I know she's a champion, but she's just not relevant. Like she's not doing a whole lot other than being Dom's, you know, valet. I'll tell you, I I, I know there's a health situation that's gone on, which is why Carmella, you know, left that tag with Sonia and they essentially replaced it with Chelsea Green. But man, did that work out? Like Chelsea and Sonia have been such a good duo. I would put the belts on them and I would keep it on them for a long time. They're and, really, and both they're of them really can good. wrestle. They're, yeah. They're, you know, the, uh, yeah, you're right. They got a little bit of a clown gimmick going on, but both of them can totally wrestle. Yeah, no, they're really good. I, I would love. I, I think they. I mean, I think they got to do something here because it seems like Raquel is next for Rhea. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess her losing the title would make the most sense. Yeah. Good job, Joey. I know for people listening, Joey's a little bit under the weather, so he's uh, he's powered through today's episode we got another fun week of course coming up we have wrestling it's like every single night every night there's wrestling every single night it's really what five out of seven nights a week right you got the major promotions Uh, amazing what a time to be alive six when AEW has a pay-per-view Joey tell all your fans that you'll talk to them next week you'll miss them so much the next few days I'll miss you guys hopefully I uh, sound a little better for you next week thanks for tuning in everybody we'll talk to you next week on another edition of It's Still Real to Me
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.